Like, Seriously, wow. I'm not even making fun of you. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. That's I it. That's me. all he had in there. That's all I got. Well, you'll never, it, you'll never ask that question because <laughs> unless you get back in school and you have to do a report, but I doubt you'll ask where's the library at. No. Donde es el baño? Yeah, that one is handy. That's always handy. You can use that anywhere. That's an important tip. This. Basura. What's going on, Shane? How are you? <laughs> stay in here. What's that? Tell him to stay in here. Who? I don't know. The barista. Tom's throwing a fit. <sighs> what are you? I'm gonna text him. Everyone's wow. phones off. Fire. Shane uh, said yeah. he speaks Spanish oh. better than Tom. That's probably true. Yeah, just let everyone read on their Facebook instead of actually engaging with the audience. That's great, guys. I'm sorry. Let me see. Only I can tell is if I put this. Okay. Who was that? That's me. I'm turning my volume down. Really? Who? Did, I mean, That's who did you I'm think that was? Right that music? Typically, I think it's Tom. I just assume it's I Tom. I guess he could be doing some. <laughs> nope. Not me. Pardon me. I would never listen to that that's, type that's of music. That's my, pre, my pre-show burp. That's actually a weak one. <coughs> much better than that. <coughs> it's all clear now. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Right. My ankles feel better. Nice. Need some Drano? From uh, jumping off that uh, Empire State Building. <laughs> Yo, this is so me. I would do this to a kid in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, me neither. It's fun. That's messed up. What? What? What do you think? They're just watching about? a video <laughs> which a dad is schooling like a two-year-old. Not even. Not even like like a, yeah. like a one-year-old yeah, in basketball. Care. That's Let's pretty cool. It. Making him head first into the floor. Yeah. yeah. Like bring it. That was fast. Can you guys <laughs> so say something funny. funny so I can start the show? I, um, just start it. Uh, Welcome to Telemundo. There you go. (laughs) What's up, all you perfect prodigal people out there? This is episode 98, Fruit of the Spirit. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's another Tuesday night, and we are excited because the countdown has begun. We are now three episodes away from Epic 100. And a little bit later on, I have a note for you guys. That's a big payday for us. Yes. That's, that's when the bonus is coming. I'll explain that a little bit later. Sean Griffin, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, we're having a side by. A side something, I don't know. Elijah Conroy, how we doing? How are you? Thomas Rivera. Rivera, estoy bien, gracias. Sarah Beecher. Ayo. And I, as always, am not important enough to... David Duncan. Yeah, there's that. Men's retreat. Amazing, life-changing, funny moments. That was good stuff. Yeah. Almost lost eyebrows. Did you take any pictures no, for me? No, none. Uh, we <laughs> Dudes com- don't do that. Yeah, we didn't take any pictures. I would no. have to say there was a whole lot less pictures being taken than at the women's retreat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Claire took true. a lot of pictures at the women's retreat. Uh, yeah, I, uh, no, I don't think I have... Uh, I didn't take one. I might have some. 
Hold on, you know look. what? If I did, if I was to attempt to take a picture, it would have been thwarted by these massive. Oh yeah, I got some good ones. Massive. Oh, I got that picture of Gary at the fire. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. all these. Yeah, I I take credit for all those. Yeah, actually, I got a Tom, lot of them. Tom took a lot of pictures. Awesome. Can I post Face- them to the Facebook? Yep. Page? I'll, I'll do. A, I'll send them to you right now on Facebook Messenger. Yay. One thing that we noticed at the men's retreat was that if you need a snack guy, Tom's definitely the guy. Mm-hmm. If you if you need to send a guy to the store to buy mm-hmm. snacks, Tom's. Like, he had everything. Mm-hmm. There was like six different kinds that, of cookies. Th- 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 go ahead, Dave. There was like six different kinds of cookies. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of Hershey's stuff. There was not a fruit in sight. But let's talk about these uh, mushrooms. Yeah. So I said if you need a snack guy, Tom's your guy. Right. If you need a marshmallow guy, mm-hmm. Tom's not. Not the guy. But if you're a pillow guy, guy. If, Tom you is need, guy. if you forgot your pillow or, and, your, or your sleeping bag. Or your sleeping bag, you could have repurposed one of the marshmallows that Tom got as a as a pillow. I think you could have used one as a cooler. Hollow out the inside. Yes. I was gonna use one for a tire on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Guys, I what? have a special surprise. No, for you. we are not. Are we? Oh. We're being evicted. We we Again? are being evicted. <laughs> How many times does this happen? Hey, pastor, can help, you get that? Help somebody out there. I think there might be a fire. In Look the at hall. that guy. Our I, pastor uh, is currently I, crawling I, on the floor. That's uh, things one, we do for ministry. Two, one, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sean Conroy. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's our. Yes. I even Stop cry. clapping. Sorry. I went like this. Nice. I did. And I went like this. <laughs> Tom's like right on it. Hey, Tom, why don't you grab a marshmallow and try to roast it? I was about we to say that cake, cake is about the size it's of almost marshmallows, a, Tom. It's almost a forest fire in here. Am I supposed to blow this up? So, yeah. happy birthday, brother yeah. Sean. Right, hold on a second. Look, let's see if I can do it. Zip my happy. Oh, no. He's going to blow. Sarah's got to take a picture so uh, Conroy yeah, can't we're, blow we're, it out. We're in the COVID days. You're we're going to have you a fire. You're going to blow yeah. all over You're going to have to do this. Yeah, you got to go like this. <laughs> Just clap on the yeah. You can't blow them out. You got to clap yeah, right. the, clap them out. Uh, clap them out. Uh, almost. Uh, almost. Yeah. Uh, there we go. <laughs> he blew them. It's out too with bad that this land on the hundred episode. If we would have skipped the episode, it would have. That's. We skipped you, three. Right? In the last we two still, years. Right, Gemma. Right. If I had it to yes. do over again, I'd still skip them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they were fun skips. Um. <laughs> Sarah doesn't agree, I think, but hey, we'd make so. Fun. So I go to the store and and I know that I'm going to a men's retreat, right? And so I decide to get the big marshmallows hey, for hey. these fellas, and and they just they're not appreciative of anything. E. And no, that's it. No, okay. no, I, I'm just going to figure out what you're trying to tell. E. Oh, there it is. Uh, it. Okay. Yeah. So. The dude goes to the he gets he got totally suckered by advertising because it said on the bag these are for like fire. campfire. No, it's terrible. It's at campfire. I guess campfire if you're just gonna eat the marshmallow because that thing was like it was the size, it was like two thirty five seventy five R sixteen like like it was like a spare tire. No, you know how when you take the graham cracker out of the pack. You have to snap it to make one s'more. No, you had to use two long. Yeah, you would have. You needed to shave this thing in half. You needed a two by twelve it. by sixteen. 
Yeah, you needed a piece of plywood as a graham cracker for that thing. The marshmallow was so big, Dave had to roast it three times. (laughs) I really did. He roasted it. ate it. Roasted it again. It was a reusable marshmallow. Had to make a spit and just span it for hours in there. Rotisserie marshmallow. I don't even think the middle of that thing was a marshmallow. Because when I roasted it the third time, it just became a brick. And I quit. That, yo, that mar- those marshmallows could have been used for insulation for, <laughs> for, for the attic. Wow. Yeah, Shane. Apparently, they wanted head sweat, not not uh, COVID. You are correct. It's much oh, better for them. Man. Yeah, yeah. There's no thank head- you for all the birthdays uh, coming up there. I'm trying to watch and cut cake and do all this. So you yeah. can't multitask. I am. That's why I said thank you to everybody. Yeah. So uh, Elijah, this is actually a good time because Sean's, cool. Sean's yeah. occupied. Before you got here tonight, mm-hmm. Tom. Accused me of being Bucci. <laughs> he accused me of being Bucci. Should I Google that? I have- because I said I wanted to use bottled water. I mispronounced the word. I said I wanted to use bottled water for the Keurig. Oh, so he meant- And he said, oh, you're being Bucci. <laughs> so he meant Bougie. Yeah. I think he was talking about Gary Busey or Bourgeois. Or Bougie. Bougie? Isn't that the proper... For, uh, is bourgeoisie. 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 Oh, I like that. I can say that. Bourgeoisie. But you can't say bougie? Bucci. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that an Italian game that you like throw the ball? That's bocce. That's bocce. Close enough. Gaga Why do we know that? <laughs> Bushi. How come we didn't play some I've Gaga I've never heard ball. a grown man say <laughs> Gaga ball. Right. If he wasn't the counselor at a team camp. Bougie. Bougie. And got it. Thank you. Third time's charm. Why are you giving all these baby pieces? Are they <laughs> like Gemma? What is this? These are bigger than the marshmallows. No. no, I, mean the mar- I, mean, no. I messed up the joke. Yeah, you- I messed up the joke. Don't worry. I'll keep- throughout the show, we'll just hand it out. because I'm sure Sarah loves this bit. Right now. Yeah. Just uh, keep handling them. We got forks. We don't have coffee, though. You eat yeah, did you hear fingers. Pastor Pete walk in and say uh, Gemma's waiting for the cake? Did you hear that? No, he said, I'm I just here for I the cake. I ignored it on purpose. <laughs> oh, I, I, I figured you heard it, so the surprise was ruined. Tom's not If anyone wants cake, feel free to come over. Yeah, stop by the studio. I got plenty. Yeah, please, stop by the studio. Um, we got that one, buddy. Is KJ still here? Sean, please pray for Renee. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Pete just said we have enough cake for all of our viewers, which is true. Although we're, we might need a bigger one soon because it's great. Wow, I didn't get one like that. The... That's nice. You know, you know why you didn't it's get one like this? It's the same size as everybody else. No, hold on. You know why you didn't get one like this? Why? Because all this extra sweet stuff right here, you have in your desk drawer already. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay, now I'm going to make some real pieces. I really did enjoy the men's retreat. I think everybody that was there, that was a first retreat. Yeah. I don't know why we got cake during the show because now I just want to eat it. You know, there's been, I, uh, of all the things I missed about camp when I was a kid, you know what I didn't miss? Gaga ball? Sleeping on uh, a mattress that had like six leaves in it. Yo, y'all beds. Six leaves? It's like, it was the the equivalent of like six leaves. You had an air mattress. Just saying. Your beds look like skids. I was they actually like really pilots. comfortable. <laughs> I was comfortable. I, 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 I was good. Yeah. My I, feet were sticking out of the end, and I was afraid they were going to get taken off at, at night. Oh, that's a nice piece. Who's that for? Thanks, man. Wow. It's, a, it's a this side of the table thing. Wow. Really I see. Mm. We should do a show where we eat all kinds of things. Just keep handing food around. <laughs> what is that called? The mukbang or something like that? That would be a great radio show. 
We're just eating. I'll just like give you random things that taste weird and get you guys to react. <laughs> no. All of a sudden, this is a cooking show. I don't show. like that show at all. I, I would, I would, you would give me something really spicy or something. You don't like spicy? I would. No. I'll sure. pack that away. Sour cake? No. I need a Bracken? couple. Now, when I cake like this, I can drink black coffee because that's enough. Uh, yeah. You just put the cake in the coffee and work out. So I mentioned that on the 100th episode, we're going to get a bonus. Yeah. What was that all about? I didn't get, I didn't hear about that. I have because I stored it, screenshotted it, brought it to a lawyer and had it verified. Wow. Episode number four, Pastor Pete came into the studio, and he said, if you guys make it to episode 100, I'll give you a million dollars. Did he really say that? He really did. I, I brought it that day. That's the only reason I'm still here. I, I brought it that day to a lawyer and had it verified. Oh, wow. It was tested. I don't think you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> he says he still doesn't think we're going to make it. Can we get those paper towels? <laughs> So yeah, he's gonna give us a million dollars. Wow! I, mean, I just, I mean, we split it, uh, you know, between the five of us. I mean, we'll tithe on it for sure. No, yeah. I'm with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Quick wow. math, hundred thousand. The other one. Thank Quick you. math, two hundred thousand. Quick math. Minus tithe, hundred eighty grand. Taxes. Let's say we're walking out with like a hundred twenty, hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dollars. That's not bad. It's a pretty good day for doing yeah. an episode. We get, but we get paid once every two years. Yeah. It's I cool. mean, I don't think he's going to say it again. I think it's a one-time deal. Yeah. Did he really say it, though? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> just, he was walking out laughing. He goes, I'm going to give you guys a million dollars if you make it to episode 100. Wow. Yeah. So you... He really had no faith in us. No. None. No. None. No. Wow. No. But that, no, I shouldn't say that. So I'm just, I just came back and I'm reading the comments and um, praise report from Shane. Um, their event last week <laughs> raised 400 plus dollars for. Uh, they got four hundred dollars in donations, and they were able to donate one hundred fifty-two hundred dollars to the Ukraine effort. So oh, that's awesome! That's pretty good. That's Fantastic. really cool, man. Cool. There's a lot of a lot of traffic. A lot of traffic tonight. God is good. Absolutely. Who's this Sean guy? I don't know. He was I don't know. But he should come every time. week. The Sean guy's getting a lot of a lot of action tonight. Sean happy, got a big big piece of cake over there. To the little guy. You want the other half of it, Tom? You want some more? I definitely, definitely, definitely want some more. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need something. Uh, it's not even no fun. coffee, no Rebel, no M&M's, <laughs> no Reese's Pieces. And this is going to help how? No you're Kit Kats. You're going to end up in a sugar no coma under the table. I'm trying to go double minutes. digits on cavities, all right? I got nine last time I went. <laughs> so I know I can break double digits. Wait, are, are you saying that one more you'll be double digits or you need 10 fresh ones the next time? I'm going to fill them in, so I'm going to have to get 10 fresh ones in there. <laughs> so I'm just going to start early before they fill them in. Start that, the babies growing. That's Bucci. <laughs> yeah, that's really Bucci. That's Bucci. That's the opposite of Bougie. Bourgeois. Wait, what was it? <laughs> that was it. He nailed it. <laughs> that's a Bucci way to be on fleet. Bourgeois uh, fleetness. Wait, I, I, I do have a serious question. Because mm -hmm. now I forget, because it's been a while since you made fun of me about the fleet. That's not how you say it? Fleek. Oh, but nobody fleek. says it anymore. It's fleek. That's right. I have to say that. He just thinks it's fleek now. He doesn't think there's anything else. Oh, it's just fleek. yeah, it's just fleek. You just created a new. Yeah, everything's fleek. E, what is it? No, one said that. no but what is no, it when they did say it? To break somebody's fleek. Yeah. Fleek, right? On fleek. That's on fleek. There you go. The fleekness is amazing. Elijah, Elijah is fleekalicious. He is notorious for trying to break somebody's spirit. He's like, yo, that's lit. He'll be like, no one says that anymore. 
Like, who asked you? Like, <laughs> who said you could tell me that? Do they still use the word fat? Like, that's fat. P-H-A-T, yeah. No? Wow. <laughs> he shook his head like, P-H-A-T? No. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? He was like, oh, yeah, P-H-A-T? Have they ever used that in your lifetime? No. Wow. I'm old. I know somebody who says if something's good, they're like, oh, man, that's bomb. <laughs> they don't use that either, the bomb? They say that, right? Oh, that's, that's fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. That's been out since I've it's been not, young. It's not as good as bomb, though. Bomb is bigger than fire. <laughs> a diggity, diggity bomb. So, like, in 10 years, it's going to be like, that's match. <laughs> that's spark. That's smoke. That's Twinkie. You lost the analogy. You totally, yeah, we should move Like right Twinkly along. lights? Yeah. yeah no, man, it. we should yeah. find something else to talk about. Moving along. You killed it, Tom. Thank you. So what happens when I don't have my If coffee. you're wondering, Tom did win the, uh, the bet, though. Who was going to get our Christmas lights down first? Mine are still up. Yeah, and I, I got half of them. I just got the garage down. I didn't get the house down yet. Oh, really? Yeah, the I house. I thought those guys up. took them down for you. No, no, they didn't do. They they barely took the trees down. <laughs> <laughs> you should come to my house. It's a mess, man. I'm barely. so. <laughs> do you need a tree guy? I mean, apparently we, you know, we, this guy still is working on the first tree. Hang, hang on a second. The how equipment's do you, gone, and the trees like. How do you still barely there? take a tree down? He took the branches off. He left the whole thing up still, though. What? <laughs> it's horrible, man. And the branches are just on my front lawn. So he didn't even take the branches with him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... He didn't uh, no, dude, at my job. Do you want to give him a shout-out right now? Uh, <laughs> Joe Smaracki. I feel like that's not his name. Oh, that's his name. No. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Sarah said no. <laughs> Sarah said no too. In, de- in, in her, de- in your defense though, the mic wasn't very loud. I barely. Joe Smaracki. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, that was your boy. He you is know, my boy. You know, Sarah. I think that's why he did it because he's my boy. He thinks he can get him. Oh, he got muted. Oh. <laughs> I think that's why he did it. <laughs> don't, mute, don't get me muted, man. Don't steal my mic because you got muted. <laughs> you were loud enough. We still would have heard you. It's <sighs> fine. Oh, no, man. he said he's going to come back in a couple months and finish. <laughs> a couple months? <laughs> well, it's going to be easy when the tree falls down. Then he could just cut it up. Is he yeah. on sabbatical? And oh, just go man. in your living room and cut it up. <laughs> he said he has to get past the rainy season. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what I've heard. I love him, though, so we'll see what happens. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> you know, I just got my hair did, and none of you noticed, for the record. You turned the lights off. I got Thank my hair you. done, too. You didn't say a thing. I know. I feel bad. Um, I usually recognize things like that. I just got my hair done, and um, I got it dyed. Joe Smaracki did it. Um, <laughs> I got it dyed, and they were looking through my hair because, you know, you have to check if you need to do gray coverage. And they're like, oh, you actually have no grays. Congrats. I'm like, I don't know why not. How old are you? 28. But she deals with us. But I deal with you. She deals with us. It's amazing. That is pretty cool. The person who did your hair, they must they watch the podcast, I guess. Yeah. That's why they they knew. Hmm. They knew. Wow. I agree. I have them in my goatee. Lisa noticed them the other day. I got them all over my beard. Uh, I said that's been happening for like two years now. You know what? I I finally shaved because I look really, really mountain manish. You shaved? For me? Finally. Yeah. Whatever, Tom. And. I said, son, how does it look? He said, you can see more grays now. Who asked? That's why I don't ask him anything. Wait, after you shaved? He said, you can see more grays now. Less. 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 You weren't even supposed to acknowledge that they were there, is my point. Wait a second. He's, he's your son, right? 
How do you? And eat? he's your son, so I'm thinking there's no chance he's not going to make fun of you. Forty two. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. How old are you, Tom? Forty eight. Sean's forty two today, right? Forty three today. Forty two, forty three, forty eight. And you? Thirty something. Are you? You're still in your thirties. I'm thirty seven. Baby. Yeah. Well, a young boy. Young buck. I'm enjoying every second. Youngin'. Don't worry, 40's right around the corner. I was middle aged at 20, so we're uh, good. Tom, your mom said he's moving. <laughs> <laughs> your tree who, guy? Who's, who's moving? Your Tom, tree guy. Smaraki. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to wait till the rainy season's over. He, he, needed, my, he needed my money for yeah. his down payment on his new place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. uh, why, do you know a tree guy? Seriously. I do. Yeah. I do too. I do. You guys don't listen to me when I talk, then, because I've been asking for this forever. For what? <laughs> he says he's been asking forever. I just met him tonight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> All right. What's up with your chair, man? He's been asking. I don't he know. It's for some us. reason, it's. I feel like it's too high or un- it's uncomfortable today. I don't know why. I feel. I feel that. You, did you? Did you switch it no. on me? What'd you do? Why are you laughing? Because you said you feel it's too high. I mean. It, <laughs> Would be for. <laughs> oh my God! Are you really? A... <laughs> oh, it doesn't. It doesn't go down much at all. There's like a half an inch that you can go up and down. What's the purpose of that? Mine is all the way down. You want to switch chairs? I am cool right now. No, you're not. Because <laughs> you look so uncomfortable. Did you switch chairs? No, but I'm asking you if you want to switch. It's chairs. the same chair you've been sitting in for like two hours. <laughs> hmm. He doesn't believe it. This Which weird. is kind of cool. It's, it's kind of weird. Do you need a marshmallow? You put your under your feet. <laughs> a little booster marshmallow. <laughs> a little. The best part too is the preacher who was there, who was awesome, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, Harold Barrow. Was great. He, he have was you amazing. ever met anybody who had like a word replacement problem? He was fine all weekend, but he could not say marshmallow. Every time he tried to say marshmallow, it came out mushroom. And to oh, the point where we were calling the marshmallow. Well, I yeah, the we marshmallow just at one point we just went with it. We're just like, right, just give me another mushroom for the fire, okay? <laughs> God, I'm so mad that there's three bags of mushrooms. I mean, see, <laughs> here we go. There's three bags of marshmallows on my counter, and I have no six. I have no counter space. Why is that? Are they the marshmallows? That the marshmallows. That, yeah, that's because like they're the size of sacks of potatoes. <laughs> of course, no you have no counter space. Jeez, but they're like car airbags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic could have used some of them things, man. Uh, take some of those with you on your next flight in case the plane goes down. You use them as a flotation device. I'm not buying nothing next year. <laughs> I'll go shopping with you next year. Tom. No, you go shopping and just, I'm not just, I'm not even going. <laughs> I'm go so tree happy tree. that I found them. I'm like, yes, they got the big ones. <laughs> have you ever been to a fire before? <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever it's been a, around us before? I'm telling you, I'm buying the minis next year for you guys. Just get the, just get us a, a Lucky Charms. Who's that? Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to separate them at home, put the marshmallows <laughs> in a bag, and bring those in. You, know you, you can actually get the marshmallows that come like in the hot chocolate packets. Yeah, that's, just those little, are the ones I'm getting next year. year. Yep. And little toothpicks. <laughs> you have, there was little toothpicks there this year. We won't even need a campfire. Just they a look match. like little toothpicks <laughs> after they put the marshmallow on there. Tom pulled up with his marshmallows on a fork. For the record, I had no problems with the marshmallows. They roasted nicely. I ate them. I had a great time. Yeah, but you had to cook each one three times. That was phenomenal. I loved it. 
I didn't have to keep putting a new marshmallow on. I just... <laughs> the same marshmallow he used the other night is in the car, wrapped up in aluminum foil. He's got to finish it. <laughs> Tearing pieces off on his way to work every day. Oh, man. All right, that's it's it. It's the never-ending gobstopper. Yeah. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about we besides marshmallows? There's got to be something else to talk about besides no, marshmallows. This is episode 98. Marshmallows. The marshmallow, marshmallow episode. Marshmallow episode. What did Sean do that was funny? I have something. I didn't do anything you. that was what funny. Talk about it. Okay. Pastor Carrie Willis has a podcast. Don't there say is. that to our yeah, audience. Yeah. I'm going to say it to our so audience. He's so much better than us. He's so much better than us, and he deserves all he of the people. Little, you know, people can credit. watch more than po- one podcast a week. I know. No. Does he have a, his own podcast, or was he in his son's podcast? No, um, his son has his own podcast. No, he started his own podcast. He started his own. He just started one? Yeah. yeah. We were the inspiration. We were the wind wings. Because he got to be on our show. It just inspired him. It was so overwhelmed with joy. He yelled at us about our argument about Christian movies. Yeah. And then he said some other inspirational, wise stuff that I don't remember. He asked me how the mask problem was because of something apparently inappropriate that I posted on Facebook a long time ago. Good job, Tom. Good job, It's a pretty funny meme, though. Okay, you're, you're digging... Digging for what? That's what we are. You're, we are you're digging. digging into a hole. What hole? Okay. Okay. Mute your mute your mic, and uh, <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> uh, uh, moving I, on. No wonder that chair feels a little weird. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's think got electrodes in it. it. Yeah, it's going to now. <laughs> something was done. To <laughs> it. What was that? All right. Tonight we're going to talk about fruit of the spirit and what it means to all of us. So, unless you guys have anything else, why don't we do a little transition? Transition, that's horrible to just throw the transition like that without talking about something to transition into. But let's do it. John 15, 8. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. And uh, it's kind of cool because at the men's retreat, we were talking about the vine and the branches, right? And how the branch has to get pruned in order to grow and produce fruit. And, and a lot of times in life, that pruning in our life looks like difficulties that we go through. And through those difficulties is when God is actually growing us, right? He's actually growing us, he's pruning us, and he's getting us ready to grow and produce more fruit. As far as fruit, it's interesting for me because... You've never had any. It's, it's, I always say, you know, work on your relationship with God by working on your relationship with people. And, and the way you work on your relationship with people is by showing them the love of Jesus Christ. By showing them the love of Jesus Christ, what in essence what you're doing is you're overflowing with good fruit and, and, and people can see that, right? You can tell who you are by the fruit that comes out of you. Yep. And, and there's that one song, uh, You Will Know That He, uh, about Jesus through love or whatever. You'll um, know they're my children because of. Yeah. Well, how does it go? You will know. You can't do it without singing it, can you? Yeah. You'll know we are Christians by our love. Yeah. We are no, you will know that we are Christians by our love. And what, but that basically means is you will know we are Christian by the type of fruit that comes out of us, right? <laughs> and, and a lot of times, you know, I remember early in my ministry, me and especially my wife, we used to always talk about. Uh, man, I'm not good at talking to somebody about Christ, right? Well, it's not necessarily talking about somebody about Christ. It's necessarily just being Christ to that person as far as showing love to them, showing, showing kindness, serving them. And, and I do want to say something about the men's retreat. 
I had no idea about your experience. John Clark talked about it in Power Hour and made me cry. Um, but but I had the same experience, and that's why I cried about it. So we actually, the pastors of the church washed the men's feet at the men's retreat. That's how we ended it. Uh, and it's what Jesus did right after the Last Supper to show what it looks like to serve, right? And, and, and it's interesting because John Clark actually gave a testimony about you. He said, you know, Sean Conroy's been a pastor at my church for a couple years now, but we never really talked before. Mm-hmm. And, and then out of nowhere, we found ourselves together, and we bonded, we talked. And then at the end of the—I'm getting chills. At the end of the retreat, when he was washing my feet, we were just bawling. Balling, because it's such a bond, you know, and that's the kind of fruit that we're talking about. It, it's life changing, right? It's not necessarily, hey, listen, let me uh, let me read some passages to you. No, it, it's actually serving other people. Um, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, he, uh, as I'm, as I'm setting up, he looks down. He goes, you know, we've had our first serious conversation, and here we are. Yeah, and, uh, I, I lost it right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good man. I thanked him for everything he's done. So <laughs> yeah. Know, you know, guys like you and I can come along and, yeah. you know, now we get to tend to the fruit of, of you know, of what these guys have been planting for years and, and harvesting and, and here we are. So, uh, yeah, it was a really, that was a special moment. That was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely a special moment. I, I did the exact same thing, actually. I had the I had the honor to have Gary Bean, who was born in this building. And, and you know, for, for, for you, uh, Roy's for Church of the Nazarene people that are watching, we've, we heard an interesting story. Thank to Dave. Dave asked all the right questions. So Dave was talking to Gary Bean, and in our Sounds congregation right. in the chapel, the, uh, the rocks that are inside of the church was actually brought from Gary Bean's grandfather's farm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the rocks that built part of this church, you know. And it's, uh, it's amazing how, how those fruits are just passing general, uh, generations after generations, and now we're here. And I remember John coming up, John Clark coming up to me and saying, you know, there was a time in this church that, and you even said it, there was this time in this church where we just didn't even know if we were going to make it, right? And, um, and then God started bringing people and, you know, brought Sean, Dave, me. Like, oh, Dave's been here for a while, but he left and came back, right? Something like that. Something like that. But, uh, but God started bringing these people, uh, starting with Pastor Pete and... and, and they had a restraining order for a while. That's Is that what it was? Yeah. That's yeah. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that. Actually, in the prep for the show, I found this really cool document online. And um, <clears throat> if you guys are interested, it's like it's like 15 pages long. It's about the fruit of the spirit. It's a it's a uh, small group discussion type programmatic uh, document, and it's by uh, Saint Bart's Anglican Church. But that's um, one of the things they have in here that I haven't uh, notated was. The author writes, I heard a story about a man who was out working in a field. Mm -hmm. And while he was there, an evangelist walked up to him and said, are you a Christian? Pondering for a moment, the farmer said, do you have a pen and paper? The evangelist handed over a notepad and a pen, only for the farmer to sit down and write a long list of names. Once he was finished writing the list, he handed it to the evangelist and said, go ask these people if I'm a Christian. So it says, basically, the... (laughs) Basically, the, with the verse that you just read was uh, that you will bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Showing yourselves, not telling people you are showing yourselves to be my disciples. And that's what the that little uh, anecdote was about, is saying the farmer didn't want to answer the question. He said, go ask all these people who know me whether or not I'm a Christian, because that's what it should be about. You shouldn't have to wear a name tag. And that's what the fruit of the Spirit is. And, and the more you dive into it, you start thinking about what is a fruit, right? A fruit is a seed that starts as a seed. It's germinated and it's nothing. 
right? And then if you think about like, have you guys ever grown any any fruit, any tomatoes? Like everybody Try, grows tomatoes, yeah. right? I actually have a whole bunch of sprouts this year. I started, I'm going to do a garden. So I have tomatoes, I have jalapenos, peppers, eggplants, cucumbers. I'm coming over to your place. I got a whole bunch growing in my kitchen right now. Growing in your kitchen? The little, the sprouts. Like I started, oh, okay. I started with the seeds. They're sprouted. They're about this big it's right like, now. Would you bring in soil and, and grow no, lights? No, so you get these little things. They're like little peat moss pellets. And you yeah, stick yeah, it yeah. In. I know what you're talking so about. So I got now. a bunch of them. I have about 16 of them in my kitchen right now. Different. Can you, can you grow beef Wellington? <laughs> so beef tomatoes beef what are they beef steak i do have the tomatoes. beef steak tomatoes yeah. those are the ones i'm growing actually the uh now the cool thing about that is you know it's a seed it's, you know and, and and as it starts growing if you sat there i just i was thinking about this if you just sat there and stared at a tomato plant it'd drive you crazy because you wouldn't see anything happen you know you just sit there and sit there and sit there and sit there and you wouldn't see anything happen but like most of us who've had experience to grow tomatoes you don't look at them for a day or two. And you walk by and you go, whoa, that kind of grew. <clears throat> and you come back later and it's, oh, I got a little bit bigger. And pretty soon, you know, they're, they're full and they're ripe and they're, you know, they're delicious, right? Um, so I just, I love the analogy. That, that's, that's what it was. It's fruit of the spirit, you know, that, that it's, it grows steadily and it, it doesn't start as much, you know, but it just keeps growing, growing, growing and becomes beautiful. And at the same time, it's for others, right, to enjoy. But at, at the same time, if it gets becomes disconnected from the vine and it's not consumed, it rots. I thought that was pretty interesting. It is pretty cool. Not like this cake. What is that? Like the fourth piece of cake? Uh, third. Third. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like, the other one was kind of big. I'm talking so. and he's ordering another piece of cake. Well, Sean wasn't eating. It was just sitting there going to waste. <laughs> you going to eat that icing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at this point you can just stop giving him the middle part of the cake. Just yeah, start shaking. That's really what he wants. Just right shave off. the icing right off. Just stick that in my mouth for a little bit. Just start flicking it over. At the same time, and I don't want to. I really don't want to make this episode go negative, right? But is there anything more? Do it. I'm really trying to say it nicely. They will know you are Christians by our love. And there are, believe me, there are times where I could sit here and tell you right now, chapter and verse for the next hour about times that I screwed up and I did not give people love, joy, peace, patience, right? What did I miss? Compassion. Ah, Compassion? Is that what you said? That's what I said. He doesn't need that, I guess. Forgiveness? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You know, there's been plenty of times where we didn't have self- self-control. <clears throat> That's the thing that every once in a while I don't have in traffic. You know, gentleness. There's been so many times where I just wanted to like, you're not getting it. I'm just going to scream about it. You know, like, but is there anything worse than somebody who professes to be a Christian and you don't see any of this fruit coming out of them? And you're just like, I mean, I've, I make it a point. I will never judge somebody whether or not they're saved. We'll never, ever do it. That's not my place. Okay. But it does, oh man, there are so many people in this world, uh, whether up on a platform with thousands of people watching them or just a few people watching them who just claim to be a Christian and are doing nothing but, but creating walls and barriers for other people. If they say, well, if that's the, what comes out of it, being a Christian, I have no interest in that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny you say that because someone was talking about the, uh, when we were talking about the vine and the branch, right? 
the branch has to be connected to the vine in order for it to produce fruit, right? You can't just take a branch from the floor and put it next to a tree and, and hope it produces fruit, right? right. And, and I think a lot of people have, I, I hate to say this, but they kind of have the mentality where, yeah, I know God, right? I, I know all about him. I know the verses. I know this. I go to church. But they're actually just a branch right next to the tree, not connected. And you can tell because there's no fruit coming out of it, right? Or, or, or it's just rotting there. Um, and so it's so important for us to not just say that we're Christians or, 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 or cite Scripture. We, we have to make sure that we're living it every day, seven days a week, and not just on Sundays. Yeah, and then you see uh, that Matthew 7, right? Beware of false prophets who come, into you, who come to you in sheep's clothing but are inwardly ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Yep. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every tree bears, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruit. Do you guys find it exciting or empowering to know that God's gift of the Holy Spirit is like a seed planted in you that grows? Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's almost like saying, do you find, do you play with a toy without a battery? It's not going to work the right way without the battery, right? The Holy Spirit for me is my battery. He's my life source, you know? Without the life source, I'm not going to be able to do anything. And that's why it was so important when Jesus said to them, listen, I'm leaving, but I'm leaving you the Holy Spirit, you know? And, and, and yeah, I, I, a lot of people... And listen, I, I did a sermon about a year ago about the Holy Spirit because I've always been focusing, and I still do. I'm not saying don't work on your relationship with Jesus. This is not what this is about. But uh, I'm really trying to work on my relationship with the Holy Spirit as well, you know, because he's the one that's here right now. He's the one that's going to get me through things. He's the one that's in me right now. Um, so it's important for us, you know, and even in prayer, I, I try, to, try to even pray to the Holy Spirit as well. You know, and work on my relationship with him because he's the one that's going to get me through these things. He's the one that's going to, through those tough times, when we're supposed to give it to God, you know, um, and let him worry about it. That's when he's pruning. And even when we just said, Dave, you know, you're like, well, sometimes I, I, I you know, um, uh, my anger comes out or whatever, because I, I, I do it the same thing. And we sat around the fire and we talked about this. And I remember back in the day, I grew up Baptist. And it almost felt like you had to be perfect to be a Christian. And, 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 and when you feel like you have to be perfect to be a Christian, that's an impossible thing to reach. So how am I going to be a Christian if I'm not perfect? God knows that we're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. and, and he knows so they're probably going to mess up on a daily, mm -hmm. right? But through his grace, as long as we have that relationship with him, as long as we're still connected, he's going to use that messing up, and he's, that's him pruning. He's going to prune and grow you through that. But you got to keep that relationship with him. That's Listen, it's... That's what's going to get you into heaven is that relationship with Jesus. Yeah, and they said uh, another part of that, I'm not going to look it up, but another part of that um, small group study, kind of towards the closing that they put in a, a thing that I appreciated. They said the fruit of the Spirit is like, you know, you, you, you don't have it when you get saved and it starts growing inside you, right? <clears throat> and they said you'll still make a thousand mistakes. They said every single time you make a mistake, will get you closer, and then at some point, after the thousandth time, at a thousand and one, you will like automatically, naturally 
do what the Holy Spirit wants you to do rather than what your own humanness wants you to do. And that's sort of like the growth of the Holy Spirit within you to where at some point you're just so radically countercultural that um, people are looking at you going, how did that happen? It's like when you see the old lady in church, right, who's been, you know, living by grace for 80 years. And you're just like, man, that person, it just rocks my world with how humble they are with how gracious they are, with how, how, how loving they are, how giving. They didn't get there overnight. You know, they got there by walking along a path with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, right, um, for that long. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I, I, I go through these two, uh, these district events and, and people like Pastor Kerry, right? I look yeah, at them and I'm like, I'm like, wow, <clears throat> man, you know. But Pastor Kerry has been growing for a very long time, Right. He's been growing for a very long time, so his fruits are like... I mean, you can just tell. I always tell people when I'm around Pastor Carey, I literally feel like I'm around Jesus because those are the kind of fruits that he, he, he produces, you know? And, uh, and sometimes I get tough on myself, but I got to realize, listen, first of all, God created you the way you are for a reason, right? And, and I still have a lot of growing to do, you know? Mm. I just started school last year. You know, I'm not ordained yet. There's still a lot of growing in my life to do. Um, and, and I think it's important for us not to, you know, we can use them people as mentors and learn from them, but it's important for us not to compare ourselves to them. When I first started preaching, I used to always compare myself to other people and say, man, I'm never going to be like that, but I don't have to be like that. God called me to preach the way I preach so I can maybe reach this person that this seasoned preacher can't reach, right? And, um... It's a growth. It's a growing process. The vine is always, as long as you're connected to the vine, he's always going to be pruning. And he tells us, as Christians, not, it's, it's not an easy road. I, f- like, I honestly feel like if I'm the branch, I feel like you guys are my vine. I learn so much from you. You guys help me grow no, no, so much. No, we're other branches. No, yeah, you're, but you're still part of it. <laughs> might give you a little shade of, when the, still, when the sun goes overhead. No, no. Might drop no. a little water down no, on you. No, because like you just no. said, like you don't, like you try not to compare yourself to other people. Like I see every, I know everybody's walk is different. And I see that and I know I could never be a Tom. I could never be a Dave. I could never be a Sean or a Pete. But what I do see is I see I see similarities and I take from everybody around me. Everybody around me I take from. Um you've been saying something for a long time that like you see me in a certain position. And it's like more and more people, more and more people are saying this to me. Some people might say it's a sign. But I know if that is if that is my calling, when I'm told, I'll hear it. Yeah, yeah. I'll hear it. Yep. But I won't run from it. If I hear it, I'm gonna run to it. You know, and that's I'm glad you said that because that's that's a men's retreat. I'm telling you, you got to go next year because it was, and if yeah, the professor man. is watching. Uh, so I'm glad he's watching because if you have any questions, go to the professor. The man has a full head of knowledge, but. But what I was going to say was, um, lost it. Go. Again, in Galatians 5, when they talk about the fruit of the Spirit, love, pay attention because I'm going to ask you a question. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Of those things, which they are right there on the page. I put them there. What are you, what are you taking notes for? Thoughts. Oh, okay. Good call. My bad. 
of those things, which do you see the most growth in since you've been saved? And which ones do you look at and you're like, yeah, I still got a long way to go. For me, like, um, I think love comes easy. Joy comes easy for me. Peace. That was learned. I see a lot of growth there where I'm just like very unwilling to, to, to get into the red when it comes to that. I mean, I used to just disrupt peace, like at a drop of a hat. Now I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm, I see a lot of growth there. Patience. Yeah, that's mine. Patience. That's mine. That's the one that I need to work on. Same here. I think my, I think God sent my children to help grow my patience. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because God sent. And, and listen, I'm, I, 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 this is my mission. I am not making fun of anybody. But God sent the homeless people to work on my patient. I always used to tell my wife, my ministry began in an ice cream shop with homeless people coming in. And at first I had a problem with it. And then I realized, I'm like, wow, he's teaching me something through this um, because he's going to, that's going to be the kind. And, and it's funny because what I was going to say about the men's retreat was uh, Pastor Harold Barrow was talking about, you know, he's been called to deal with the harder people in life, like the the addicts and, and the people with mental illness. Yeah, he reminded and, me a lot of your story. Yeah, and, and, and I was listening to him, and I'm like, wow, because I'm always like, I always question God. I'm like, why can't I minister to, like, so-called normal people, right? Why is it that you're taking me to the people with mental illness, the people that are homeless, the people with addiction, right? And, and that's, the, that's, that's the patience that sometimes I got to work with. But the story that he told that was powerful— was that he's he's a, he's he's a very very involved in ministry and the one time he went home to watch TV and the lord told him don't watch TV go do something else and he told the lord what do you mean this is this is my free time you know when it's when is when am i going to have time for myself he, and the lord said, told him yeah his line uh, i'll set you up for yeah it. set it up he said if i'm spending all my time with you when am i going to have time for me yeah and god said that's the point yeah that's the point. If I and, spend and, all my time serving you, when will I have time for me? Yeah, that's the point. And it just touched me because, like, you know, sometimes, listen, and I, I also preach live a balanced life. I get all that. But, but when he said that, I'm like, wow. Die to yourself, pick up the cross, and go. And yeah. it meant a lot to me because a lot of times where I just want to not do anything and just sit there and watch TV and stuff, and God might be saying, hey, why don't you go do some homework or go, you know, call so-and-so and do this. And I'm like, oh, this is my free. I, I was at church all day today. I can watch TV, you know? That always happens to me on my way to work. I'll put on, like, 97.5. I never listen to music in the morning. I'll put on sports radio, and there's times I'll go put, and my hand will stop short at the radio, and I'm like, all right, it's your time. And then I'll pray, and I'll yeah. just have that, that time. It's a great example, yeah. And I just, That's know. a great example. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was, just am- he was just amazing. He really, really was. So I would ask you why – I mean, it's a pretty simple question, but I, I kind of want to hear what your, your answer is because it's probably going to be something really interesting. Is Cake. Why do you think that that is the way that God designed us? That we're once we become his children, we start growing with these, with these things, with these, with this fruit. Why, why does he? Why does he care what we're showing for love and joy and peace and patience and kindness? 
I'm not quite ready to answer that question, but I'm going to answer it this way. The nice thing about what he's asking is that Jesus isn't just asking us to do this. He came and showed us what That's it right. looks like. That's right. You know, it's he 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 lived that life Perfect. of these fruits. Here. Perfect example of that. So that's go ahead. That's I mean, when you said that, that's exactly what I was going. That's what I was going to say. Like God gave you know John three sixteen. He gave His only begotten Son, who was the example for us to follow. So like Tom said, He showed us what to do, how to do it. You know, He bared that cross for us and. Expect us to do the same for everybody else. It's so interesting that he used that verse. That verse was what brought Pastor Harold Barrow to Christ. Was John three sixteen? So I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Sean, you uh, you okay? Been quiet yeah. all night. <laughs> yeah, but YouTube been going like that. No, because it's a great <laughs> topic, man. It's an awesome topic. Sean disappears from time to time. He does. Right he in the does. middle of stuff. You he know, just disappears. Things are going on. He takes off and does his own thing. And Yep. Uh, yeah, definitely for about an hour, hour 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you want to talk about that or should we no, talk? I th- no, I, no, I think okay. he wants to talk about this. Okay, let's now. talk yeah. about this. Now okay. he does. Now he wants to now, talk yeah, about this. Yeah, I always want to talk about this. <laughs> I never want to talk about anything else. Um, <laughs> to answer your previous question, um, the things that I feel have come a long way for me, uh, joy, peace, and faithfulness, I think, have really come a long way in my life. Um, I've never had joy and peace, ever. And um, I, I, find I have that now in, in abundance and faithfulness, like just knowing, you know. I mean, you guys know when we first started the show and stuff, and, and you guys try to, you know, we all try to get close and stuff, and I try to take off and because I didn't think Ooh. I could trust people to be there and stuff. And um, so that's come a long way. But I think... The biggest one I struggle with, and I think it's the hardest one to buck against. I think it's the one that God most most wants us, and that's why it's first on the list is love. Um, I think I fight against that one the hardest. Um, and I have some ideas on that, and you guys probably have your own ideas on that. But um, you can't have the rest of these if you don't have that first one. Yep. And so it just makes me realize as I'm sitting here and you guys are talking like, if I can't surrender to that and I can't let that be the centerpiece of my life, because that's what Christ was. I mean, let's think about it. Let's be honest here. You don't go and do what Christ did and take that beating and take that march and carry that cross and let yourself be nailed to it and hung, tortured, humiliated, and put to death. If you don't love everybody and you got before him, after him, and after we're gone, he's still going to share that off. He just loved, he just spread his arms to embrace the whole world. And if we can't learn to embrace that, it doesn't matter if we think we found joy because we haven't truly found it if we haven't found love. We can't truly love, peace, and joy, and the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. So now... There is a lot of things that have to go back to the drawing board for me. Um, and again, this weekend, that, that experience with John, really, it was funny because I, I have in my, my journal at home, I just drew a heart in my journal. And I just I did one of these like you did in high school. You just kind of keep doodling it over and over and over and over again. And I was like, I didn't know why. I just kept doodling. And I didn't think about it much until we got here, until we started talking about this. And now I see it. If 
the heart doesn't keep increasing, if your love doesn't keep increasing, how can you truly show the fruits of the Spirit to the world? Yeah. <clears throat> if you aren't as loving as Christ, if you aren't as accepting, you're kind of just spinning your wheels. You know, it, as you're talking about Jesus, uh, so it's Holy Week, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the week where our Lord and Savior, because of our own sinful nature, knowingly is walking right towards that cross. And uh, out of love. Mm-hmm. You know, the greatest commandment out there is love your God with all your heart. Right? And uh, I don't know, this week for me, and, and I wasn't even going to talk about Holy Week, but then you started talking about Jesus and what he's going through for us. And, and, and this week for me, man, I, I, had, I got a text this morning from a friend of mine talking about he woke up sad this morning. And I said, you know, it's a sad week for all of us because this is the week that our Lord gets sacrificed and, and gets beaten and gets spit on and puts the crown on and gets mocked and get laughed at for us, for us. All... I would never want to try and rewrite or attempt to rewrite what's already written. But out of the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, the one thing that I don't see that in this list that is, you know, that's grown in me is the word trust. Because what has grown in me the most is my trust in the Lord. That trust grew Faithfulness. And that... Goodness. I I can't stand David. I can't stand him. Um, But... Patience. I'm not going to have any of you. Those are all trust. All right. Okay. If you tie it in like that, then those are the things that have grown most in in me. There's the trust. Patience, not so much. I'm working on that. Definitely working on that. Definitely working on that. I think that one becomes complete when your kids move out of the house. No, because then they're going to come back. No, you change the locks. What if they never leave? <laughs> Ooh. I might have that situation going on. Ooh. Well, I know hey, my can kids you go don't check watch. the mailbox real quick? You can change a lock real quick. I think you can. No, just Actually, all I do is change a code. I have a pin pad. Fancy. I think the... Uh, That's bocce. I think just... <laughs> it's on fleet. Bucci. Bucci is what I should have said. I think just like uh, children resemble their parents, that's what... God's trying to do with us is have us resemble him because mm. just like uh, I said yesterday in the board meeting, I said this um, when we were praying, this world is finding new and interesting ways to destroy each other. Yeah, We're mm-hmm. finding all different... You know, it's like um, we're going to have a church, uh, you know, just, uh, just an idea. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a, a, a group of... Uh, let, let me say a school. Okay, let's segregate the school. So... <laughs> We only have we only have white people in the school. I'm sorry, can't come in. You can't come in either. Yeah, I can't come in either. All right, we can hang out. Maybe man. a special exception, but then it's like okay. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to go through some sort of interview yeah. process. 
But then we're going to say, okay, so we'll, we should all get along because we're, oh, but then we have a, Italian and then we have Irish. And then we have, you, we can do, keep dividing, keep dividing. It's like what we do is instead of including people like Jesus did, we, our human nature is just to keep like dividing people. And that's how the devil wins. And then when we, when we get it down there, we're like, okay, but you're a Republican, I'm a Democrat. And so, okay, there's another divide. There's another divide. You're, you're for this, I'm for that. Even if we're both Democrats, maybe you're for one thing and I'm for another thing. And then we're going to argue about that. This whole world just wants to divide and divide and divide and divide until there's nothing left, until we're all separate. But I think Jesus Christ, the whole purpose was to bring us all together, Jew and Gentile, and bring us all together, all, all the races, bring us all together to be one in Christ, which is what all these things do. And we have to get back as a church, as a Christian people, we have to get back to doing that because there's too many of us that are becoming, maybe we're sheep and are becoming wolves because we're falling into the trap of the world rather than walking daily with Christ. You know, I, I heard a sermon the other day and they were talking about how as pastors, we're always working on a five-year plan, right? Our five-year plan. When really should, we should be working on a thousand-year plan, right? We sit around the, the family table for weeks uh, planning a family vacation, right? When was the last time we sat around the family table planning our eternity, right? Talking about that. And, and, and one of the things that I, I keep going back to the men's retreat because I learned so much, man. It's all about the journey right now. We're always so worried about the destination, finishing first, doing that. It's about the journey and bringing people along with you in the journey, right? I did the small devotional, and I told a quick story about a little boy that was athletic, and the whole village knew about him. And there was a race going on. Everyone from the village came out to watch this race, and an old man traveled a long way to watch this race. Finally got there. Race started. Little boy wins. Crowd goes wild. Boys running around because he is measuring his success by winning the race. And then these two athletic boys come up to him and say, okay, we'll race you. Little boy's like, yeah, let's go. So they race neck, neck, and neck. The little boy wins again. Crowd's going crazy. Little boy's running around. Yeah, 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 because he's measuring by success. Meantime, the old man didn't even clap, didn't do anything. He had no sentiment, just a straight look on his face. Little boy's like, let's race again. Let's race again. So the old man finally speaks and he says, listen, why don't you race those two? And he looks, and it was an old lady and a blind man. And he goes, what? That's not even a race. Why would I race them? He goes, go race them. So they start to race. The little boy runs. He wins. He's running around, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks around the spectrum of people, and nobody's clapping. Nobody's smiling anymore. Everyone's just watching. So he goes to the old man, and he's like, what's the problem? I won the race. Why isn't everybody clapping? He goes, listen, do this. Do the race over again, and all three of you finish at the same time. So he goes back. He grabs the old lady's hand grabs the blind man's hand, and they start taking just small steps. It takes forever to get to the finish line. All three cross the finish line at the same time. The crowd goes ballistic. They start cheering. The little boy's all happy. And, but then he gets confused, and he looks at the old man, and he goes, but I don't understand. Who are they cheering for? Because we all finished at the same time. And he's like, no. They're cheering because they're cheering for the race, the journey that you took with them. You know, and a lot of times we're all – we're so focused on, on winning, and, 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 you know, and I also finished with, like, who are you competing against? What's your competition in life? What does that look like? Are you taking people with you in that journey, or are you just worried about yourself? You know? And it's so important that we, we, we bring people with us. We're meant to be in relationships. We have to bring people with us. And, and it was powerful, man. It was powerful. And um, you know, I ended it with, again, my favorite verse, that 
Pastor Barrow brought up again, it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, love your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, right? Because when we lean on our own understanding, that's when we get all messed up. That's right. But as Christians, we're able to take this and just give it to God and say, listen, I don't get it, but I know that you're pruning me right now. I know that you're working on this. I know there's going to something good's going to come out of this. I'm going, I'm hurting, but, but I can't just dwell on this, you know? And, and, and that's when the pruning takes place. That's when the vine grows. That's when the fruits come out, when we bring people with us in the journey. So I want to add on to that real quick um, with my favorite verse, which is John 3.30, because without it, how do we get to where you're talking about? You know, he must increase, I must decrease. Amen. The more Christ that is in us the less of the world that is in us. So how do we get there? We invite Christ in more, act more like Christ, get more like him every single day. And you're right, it's a journey. I can't be Christ tomorrow. It's not going to happen. But I can try just one extra step. Stop and talk to somebody I've never seen before. Amen. Don't drive by that, don't walk by that guy at Wawa that's sitting there you know, with the sign saying, hey, can I have a couple bucks for a sandwich? You know what I mean? Take one step every day. Like you said, one step. Bring, Just grab a hand and yep. take them with you. Amen. And you invite Christ in one step at a time. And every step forward you take, you put the world behind you one step more. And that, to me, that's where we're at. You want to produce fruit, become more like Christ, and disregard the rest of the world. And remember that if you, ju- if you just read through the gospel, and just try to emulate that life. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, Jesus flipped tables, and Jesus Jesus flipped tables, and he was yelling at... He, he, he was at the Pharisees, who were pretending to be religious for their own gain. You know, Jesus was meek. He was selfless. He gave everything. He didn't have a home, you know, to to reach people. Went across cultural norms and... and, and Got in all sorts of trouble because all he wanted to do was reach people. You know, we, we just we just need to break down these barriers and start working together. Man, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Yep. Okay, now, unfortunately, I know I'm not Jesus, but yesterday I had to flip tables just to put it out there. I heard it was got a little. But. Got a fashion accord. But. Got a little heated. But I, I, I had to do what I had to do. In the name of the ministries and what we built here, yeah, you did because it was it's important to for everybody to know how hard we work and how grateful we are that everybody comes through these. There's a doors lot of ministry going and on. Spend time. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But have you ever thought about doing a basketball group of, for like people who don't know how to play basketball? Like if, anybody, if it was for like toddlers to learn or me, I could come. Listen, and this is not a this on this is not a, a sexist thing. Anybody can come play. We have girls playing. We have girls that come and play that are not, like, adult. Mm. Like, we have anybody come play. It's a ministry. Come come love. Come learn. I feel like he says this exercise. now, but after I show up, he's going to be like, hey, Dave, remember I said it was a ministry. Um, it is a ministry. We need a water boy. And after I dunk on you, I'll pray for you. He's like, this has been. He's like, see this little girl? She's gonna guard you from now on, and she's gonna stuff you. <laughs> we have we have two of those actually. There's two girls that can do that. But, <laughs> but thank you for tuning in, listening, watching. Those who are gonna listen later and watch later, you can catch us on YouTube, podcast, Addict, Spotify, Apple. TikTok, whenever we get some of those TikToks up and running. Tickety-top. Right? Tickety-top. Tickety-tick. Don't forget, 
Today is Pastor Sean's birthday, so if you have his uh, Facebook information, TikTok, Instagram, blow it up with a happy birthday. Send a lot of funny gifts, a lot of funny memes. Make them laugh. Make them feel appreciated because we we definitely appreciate you. If you're Tom, you could send a GIF or a Maymay. I need self-control with the cake eating. And the Bucci. <laughs> this has been... <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. All right, this has been episode 98. Thank you for tuning in. Take it away. Gotcha. Father God, we thank you again. Uh, I thank you for another year. Um, yeah. I thank you that you have entered in so that I don't have to be scared anymore. I don't have to be alone anymore. I don't have to be unloved anymore. I think that goes for all of us. Um, but we thank you for everything you do. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to just be in your presence doing the things that you want us to do. Yeah. So, Father, this week uh, we bring before you Marissa and her situation. Father, you know what it is. You know how to handle it. You know the best outcome to come for that situation. So be with her. Uh, lay your hands upon her. Give her wisdom, guidance uh, to see you in all things uh, so that everything that she does would be for you. Uh, for the Matos family, Father, it's a rough time. Yeah, Lord. Um, nobody wants to deal with that situation. Nobody wants to go through that. So, Father, bring a sense of peace and joy and comfort to that situation in knowing that someday they'll be reunited with you, Father. Uh, right now, Father, for the rising housing and living expenses across the globe because you hear more and more stories of people who just can't feed their kids. They can't go to work because they can't afford the gas for their car. They can't keep the lights on. They can't keep the heat on. They can't, the heck, they can't even keep the roof over their house, Father. You know this. Um, Father, help your people. Uh, help those in charge that have the ability to make change. Help them become more like Christ and less like the world because that's what we need right now, Father. For patience, because we can all use a pinch of patience, Father. Um, you are long-suffering, so help us to do that like you, Father. Uh, for Renee and her health issues and what she's going through, uh, help to heal her, Father. Reach your hands down and just heal her. Uh, she's an amazing woman of God. She's here for you. She wants to serve you, so yeah. help her get back on her feet to do what she does best that you prepared her to do. For our brother Ralph Ritter, Father. Please be with him. Yeah, Lord. Be with his family. Um, just bring the best possible outcome, Father. Just make it, make it your will be done. Um, want to praise for uh, the spring blessing, the donations to Ukraine, um, for a good turnout and a good, you know, good being able to donate um, your your children, giving back, so that we can help others around the world, Father. Um, I want to take this time to pray specifically for the men and women who went on retreat the last two weeks, especially from this church uh, that were involved, um, because the stories that have come from it, the things that I've heard so far have been nothing but short of being in your presence, seeing you face to face in every moment of it, Father, and I just pray that that 
that won't be a wasted opportunity. Because so many times we have these experiences with you and we're like, wow, we're just so on fire and we're so full. And then a week goes by and that was pretty good. And then two weeks go by and it's, oh, yeah, I remember that. And three weeks and we forgot it all. Father, don't let us forget. Do not let us forget. Keep it at the forefront of our minds and have us use that to produce fruit going forward how you would have us do it, Father. Keep us on fire for you. Matter of fact, Father, for those who weren't at retreat, across the globe, light their hearts on fire, Father. Open the eyes, the ears, the minds of your children, because if we can't see the chaos and the craziness that's going on in the world, we have put on these blinders to deceit. We put on these blinders to hatred. We put on these blinders to the things that don't affect our small circle. Because you know what? It doesn't matter if it doesn't affect me. It's not my problem. Father, take that mentality away. That's what I ask that you would take away. What happens to me happens to my brother. What happens to me happens to my sister. What happens to them is happening to me. There is one cross. We bear it all. Jesus didn't die for the Jew. Jesus didn't die for the Gentile. He didn't die for white, for black, for purple, with pink polka dots. He died for each and every person that's been born, will be born, ever. That's right. We are one body in Christ. Just because the foot gets cut doesn't mean the hand doesn't suffer. So, Father, help us to realize... We were not born to be of different nations. We were not born to be of different people. We were born to live under one symbol, the cross of Jesus Christ, and we are bound to it by love, compassion, joy, hope, forgiveness, and righteousness. Help us help this world to live that forward. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There's going to be another men's treat next year? Yes. Okay. Yep. Can you bring the snacks? Yeah. Sean, can you bring the... Uh... I got the marshmallows. Don't you worry. Okay. I'll bring the mushrooms. All right. Just bring some more of that coffee. No. Yeah. That was a big hit, Dave. That's not a problem. <laughs> well, that's episode 98. 98. 98. Wow. Countdown. Yeah. Countdown. Yeah. To our two final episodes. That'll be like our Y2K. The final countdown. <laughs> okay, see you everybody.